Tensions were high at the Pōhiri for the government at Waitangi. At one point there was even a suggestion that Prime Minister Christopher Luxon might not be able to speak because of vocal opposition from protesters. Ngāpuhi leader Mary Mangu spoke before Mr Luxon and worked hard to bring some calm while acknowledging the anger. That silent scream was heard into the party this morning. And there's power in silence. And I just want to remind us that the consistency of the message since the proclamation from the King has been about aroha, aroha, aroha. Well, that was Mary Mangu uh, speaking there, and she joins us now. Kia ora, good morning, Mary. Kia ora. Now, you spoke before the Prime Minister. I understand you changed your speech. Why did you change it? How did you change it? I changed my speech because of the mood that you could read from where I was sitting and also in support of Ben Dalton, the facilitator. He had also read read what the mood was at that time and mine was to ensure that we kept everyone safe, and for me as a wahine of Ngāpuhi to ensure that our manuhiri were safe. So you wanted the Prime Minister to feel comfortable enough to speak. I see you led him by the hand to the pie. What did you make of what he said? Yes, I did lead him, but I did give him the option prior to me doing that. He made the choice, and we were successful in everyone hearing his voice Good or bad, everyone heard his voice, which is what we um, had arranged for him to come to Waitangi to do. Okay, what did you make of what he said when he was able to use his voice? Uh, I was very disappointed that he had a speech that had been written for him that was not appropriate for the occasion and completely uh, didn't hear any of the messaging that had been put across. Why did you think it was not appropriate? Uh, Well, there was no... That was a time for both houses to be heard uh, in in English about Tetiriti. And right now on the table is a discontent from from Māoridam about one of the policies that has been put forward to us and we're definitely not going to be uh, silenced uh, anymore about it. And so I think he missed a golden opportunity to actually start the dialogue at least about what we're so concerned about, what's what's getting to the crux. He never got to the crux of Seymour's policy and ensuring that Māoridom have confidence in him. And so, that is a disappointment. Sorry to interrupt. We will be speaking to the Prime Minister soon in terms of actually what you needed to hear specifically from him because he will say uh, that his government has pledged or he has pledged to honour the treaty. Is that not enough? Well, there wasn't too much in his speech about honouring the treaty. Can you honour the treaty and at the same time support the Treaty Principles Bill you know, well, going through this first reading, we we have why why even do that? Why do that? We have lived so far with all those principles. 
we can tolerate that. Uh, and I think that the main is he has to reassure us that that will uh, remain. And in doing so, there is no need for that first reading to be done at all. We what? can have the discussion about what the treaty is about. That's not a problem at all. But it does not have to go to the first reading and go through select committee. What about how the government speakers were treated, uh, you know, Winston Peters being shouted down and the ACT MPs being sung over? What did you make of that? Was that appropriate? Well, I think Winston Peters is an, you know, he's Ngāpuhi. He's an old old hat at this game. So um, I wasn't concerned about him at all. Uh, but he did manage, he did a very good job of changing the speaking and hence was able to rack the crowd up and then leave and Seymour had to come on after him. And I think that that was a uh, a deliberate ploy. And Seymour, of course, by the time he came on, all the crowd was very uh, vocal. And uh, and so there there had to be a change. And when they... To, to sing when someone is speaking is actually a tikanga thing, so I would never, ever interrupt that. But when there's heckling and just calling out, then that's a different. That's not our tikanga. What happens now? I mean, the Prime Minister did say that he had some uh, fruitful talks with iwi leaders uh, when, and, and saw some of the conditions uh, in the far north that Māori are enduring. Do you have, you know, did you take anything from that? Was anything learned during that process? Well, no, I don't don't think so because um, we didn't hear that at, in his quarter or to the rest of the of the Maori nation. Uh, so I did offer to for him to come back and talk to us, and I hope he takes that offer up very soon um, through through Ben Dalton because he was the facilitator of that quarter or on the day, and uh, I would like to have that meeting with him to see if we can find a way forward and and come and speak properly to Māoridom about that issue alone. Just finally, Mary, will you be taking part in the uh, select committee process when this Treaty Principles Bill uh, proceeds there? Well, I'm not going to go that far. I'm wanting it to be stopped before that even begins. Okay, appreciate your time this morning. That was Mary Mangu. She is a Ngāpuhi leader uh, and she spoke before the Prime Minister at Waitangi doing her best there to uh, ensure he received a more peaceful reception.